You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. I know people's studio. This person is blowing up at the moment. It's the Roman Podcast Quarantine Edition uh, during Waves 1, 2, I think, and 3 at the same time. I'm your host, Roman LeBeau. And I'm Rob Gast. What the <laughs> fuck just happened? Everything just fell apart. My phone started exploding. Like, <laughs> and and not, not in the, the way the kids say, where your phone's blowing up. It's actually yeah. just no, fell apart. The, you, the kids say that the bathroom was blowing up. Oh, yes, yes. Well, yes, I've, I've, I've been witness... Well, not in the room, but I've been in the same building when you've demoed, yeah, did some demo work. Back, <laughs> in, back in my youth when I wasn't eating properly. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you go to McDonald's and have that Big Mac. And I tell you, a Big Mac would destroy oh. my insides. The very next day, I'd be in my buddy's car. Oh. You guys. Yep. You know, and you guys were, you were fighting. You guys were clawing each other's face off to open the window. Well, yeah, you had to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, and the thought of Roman, and I'm just like, dude, it normally doesn't smell like that. They're like, sure, it doesn't. <laughs> it's because I had McDonald's. Yeah, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and for me, it was it's the uh, it's the Whopper that will uh, I can weaponize that <laughs> if, well, I, if I, I I had a Big Mac I think about six months ago, right? And they're like, we changed the recipe, and it's no better taste. I couldn't, I honestly couldn't choke it down. And I don't mean because, oh, this tastes horrible. It tasted about the same. Right. But physically, my body wasn't able to to chew and swallow whatever the fuck was in that box. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there and I had to drink massive amounts of, like, soda to wash it down. My throat was like, this isn't food. Yeah. So, and I, I just physically couldn't eat it. I think I ate about half. And I was like, my body literally doesn't want to eat this thing. I'm like, it's, it's, it's like it was stopping in my throat. And well, it was like it was so dry or whatever. So I was like... Okay, yeah, I guess I don't need Big Macs anymore. No, and again, I think McDonald's, is, and we've been through, we've seen enough evolution of McDonald's. Like, we come from the school of of, uh, of styrofoam containers and McDonald's ashtrays yeah, and the little cocaine. Double, baby. The little cocaine spoon they gave you with your oh, coffee. The, the, yeah, the McDLT. Mc, was it BLT or DLT? DLT. It was McDonald's. cold side cold. It's a hot side hot and a cold side cold. It was a styrofoam container in two parts. Your hamburger literally came with your hamburger condiments and lettuce on one side. No, 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 no. Your lettuce, tomato, and you know, whatever all your all your vegetables and the top bun on one side and the bottom bun and the actual yes. burger on the other. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. That's yeah. What I was, so yeah, so the so the two styrofoam pieces would keep. It wasn't the best technology because the heat would seep over anyways, and it wasn't going to be that long before you put it together. But it was just a gimmick. Yeah. You know, did you and, know? Do you know? Uh, side note, remember there was a big. Um, it didn't last long, but it was maybe a, a, in McDonald's for about a year. Remember the uh, the big uh, media push and the big commercial blitzes. Do you know who starred in that um, BLT or DLT commercial? Oh, I don't even remember. You don't remember? Wasn't Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander from the Seinfeld fame. Yeah. So if you go, if you go check YouTube, you'll see him in this McDonald's commercial. Really fucking excited about this cold side cold and hot side hot. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, 
Oh, geez. What's what else did we have? We had a McDonald's pizza for a while. Remember that? We, uh, I was going to say that technology was awesome. They would cook a pizza and it was like five to seven minutes. They had a full yeah. size pizza. And these, these ovens were like, they spent millions of dollars developing them. And the pizza was actually pretty good. It was, it was good. Yeah. It's decent. And then they, uh, they turned around and they're like, oh, we're going to stop doing that. And they sold all their pizza technology to another company. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. don't have those anymore. Except for like, if you go to like, I think like Thailand or a couple other countries, yeah, a few others still have them. But for the most part, as far as I remember, they sold the technology. I could be wrong, but they sold the technology to a different company. Well, like- the other big, um, other things, uh, the now the non-smoking in McDonald's and and the um, what else came around? The once that Super Size Me documentary came out, you've seen that, right? Yeah, where the guy eats nothing but McDonald's for what a month a or. Month. Yeah. A month, and if and if they offered to upsize it, he had to take it. Right. So after that, like, because he was his doctor was like, you you need something. You need you got to take an aspirin. You got to thin out your blood a little bit. He's like, it, unless it's on the menu, I'm not taking it. Like yeah. he wouldn't take medication, nothing. And he was he would got to the point where he would get depressed. And it, check it out. I think it's on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, I think you still those, uh, you yeah, know, check it out. I know there's all those uh, like. Um, Fork and knife document. Forget, forget all that. Just watch Morgan. What was his Morgan Sterling? I can't remember his name. Morgan's his first name. Anyways, um, just watch him eat McDonald's three times a day for an entire month. Yeah, and but after they actually came out with now they have like salads and their coffee's pretty good now. Like you know what I mean, like well, the coffee is Tim Hortons coffee. You know that, right? No, I did not know that. Yeah, so. they uh, they wanted to broker a deal. This is what my brother explained to me. He's a big coffee guy, so this is the story he told me. If it's not true, I apologize, but I believe this is what it is because I've been told by multiple sources. Okay, McDonald's wants to broker a deal with Tim Hortons and say, "Hey, man, we we want to use your uh, your coffee beans for our coffee." And Tim Hortons went, "Nope." They went, well, you know, we know where you source them from. And they went, yeah, so? And they went, well, look, you either make a deal with us or we'll just go buy it ourselves. We'll literally go to the farmers and buy the land from them. You're leasing it. We'll buy it. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you won't do that. And this <laughs> they did. Is what they did. <laughs> yeah. They bought all the land where Tim Hortons. That's why at one point uh, Tim Hortons had to put a sign going like, we're using a different distributor for our coffee. Remember back in the Oh, year? yeah. Yeah, that was because McDonald's came in and bought their fucking, that's why mcdonald's coffee tastes so good in canada nah, yeah and probably all <laughs> over the world it's literally it was it's, it tastes familiar yeah yeah <laughs> so so yeah now they're like a mcdonald's cafe and they're, they're you I mean you there are healthier options so if you redid the documentary supersize me today you could actually probably finish the month and still be vaguely healthy <laughs> you know what I mean or or not as not bad as, yeah Morgan so, Spurlock, I think that's his name. Okay, okay. There. Anyway, check that. I know it's old news, but I don't know how we got on this McDonald's kick there. But we were, I don't know what we were. Yeah, because we were talking about Big oh Macs. Big Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it all started from me farting. Right, right. There you go. Well, anyway, that's what you call know. a tangent, folks. That's what you call a tangent. That's what you call from my about. ass to your plate. <laughs> yes, vamping. <laughs> <laughs> Running out of shit to say on the show. So, other big news this weekend. Halloween. Um, I'm I'm up north. I'm in uh, Sudbury, Ontario, which is about four hours north drive from Toronto. For those not in the know, yeah. Our mayor, Mayor, I believe it's Brian Bigger McCheese. No, no, not McCheese. That's McDonald's again. Um, our mayor has allowed. I says we're gonna allow the kids to go trick or treating. Now, we only have. I think 11 active cases in our in, of COVID 
not yeah, Halloween. I, but I saw a news article that said uh, cases are exploding in Sudbury. We have eleven. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, like, it, it, what they should do is keep everything the same, right? And then uh, have the people stay to, near the door, right? Right. So if they or they got those wireless doorbells or something, that'd be great. You put one at your the front of your fence, and then you get one of those T-shirt cannons and you load it full of candy. Just shoot the kids. <laughs> I'm not saying shoot the kids. I'm just saying like in their general direction. But if you hit a kid, <laughs> if you hit a kid, it is Sudbury after all. It's not an incentive to keep the parents outside. Yeah. Well, more of these little motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'm I, like, most of us do know how to build a can- potato gun anyway. So, um, it is yeah. Sudbury after all. Right. You know? So, uh, yeah, but they're going to have a, they're going to allow it again. They're going to try to, you know, do the distance. Not here. Here we're the epicenter. So I'm no, pretty- you definitely cannot. But for the little kids, uh, we have. I uh, as you know, I got a little one. I got a three year old. We were gonna just basically take her to the people in the circle. You know what I mean? Like people I see every day anyway. Like kind of one of those things. Side note: um, My little one is uh, is in daycare, right? And she has these uh, pants, and they have little tiny unicorns on them. Okay. And he said, you, and you said, you want to wear these to, we call it school, right? Because she doesn't know it's not day, it's daycare. She thinks it's school. So you know, let her think that, right? Cause she's a big girl, right? right? And we have these little unicorn pants and her mom says, my wife says, uh, you want to wear these pants tomorrow? She goes, no, they're too horny. <laughs> yes. And also too, the, uh, because it was her first day at daycare this morning, cause you know, they, limited their kids and we now we have finally have an opening so we're putting her in uh, like the french daycare so she will speak french like my wife and hopefully not like me exactly yeah my boy howdy so what they did they took her to the school just to see it right and i said oh charlie you went to see your school today she goes yes i'm going to the black school <laughs> i'm like holy shit <laughs> this is in the same day <laughs> I'm like, how about we just call it the French school? <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, like I'm, I can't wear those pants. I'm too horny. They're too horny. Daddy, I told school. you, I told you, okay. I'm just too horny to go to the black school. My <laughs> day is I'm, I'm going to go over there. I'm going <laughs> to. Yes. I, I'm somehow I'm, I'm proud. I'm, I, I think I've succeeded as a father. Now, yeah. again, Charlie is three, but. Either she has a Andy Kaufman level comedic genius, yeah. or it was just a couple of flukes in the same. Like, well, of course, it's just the shit the kids say, right? Yeah, but still, there's hope. There's that. You know, every parent was like, mm. "You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a true or false test, and they got ninety five. But maybe they're a genius. You know what I mean? No, it's probably luck. But yeah, yeah, no, I get that. But <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, I don't talk about my kids too much on the show, obviously, because it's not not appropriate. But I figured, unicorn pants, FYI, too horny for school. Too horny for school. <laughs> too horny for school. Other than that, uh, so Halloween. I, just oh. say, I knew a girl in high school who had the same type of pants, except hers were a zipper that ran from the front to the back. And those were too horny for the rest of us. That's right. Well, that's that's what I said too when I used to, you know. Uh, Cause sometimes in the eighties you could, you could, you could, we never did. You could wear jogging pants to school, but I was usually too horny for those pants. Yeah. No, you just, that was a bad idea. No, no. Once you're no, you, you'll never see a, a, a male high school student wear jogging pants because it's just, it's the physics don't Unless work. you're on TikTok and they're a pair of gray ones. That's a whole different story. <laughs> um, the, um, 
Halloween, there uh, there's a couple events going on. One not too far from here, and then one downtown Toronto. Right. They've copied a lot of what they've been doing in the U.S., which is like a kind of a drive-through thing. So they have scare actors and all that. So instead of going to like a haunted Halloween or haunted house or that type of stuff, you stay in your vehicle and you drive slowly down the this uh, designated path, and then the scare actors jump out at you, and there's all kinds of stuff. And, but you stay socially isolated inside your vehicle. Right. And I've seen people online do this before, and it does actually work out pretty good. They said it's not a bad time. So at least if there's something you want to do, they, they have that stuff. I think the one downtown is pretty expensive. It's like 65 Right. And the one around here, it's something like 35 or something. So, Well, it's, it's, it's just um, it's a shame because uh, the uh, Halloween falls on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Which is, you mean, a great day for for slutty. I was whatever. planning this for like a year. Going, I'm going to book next year off. <laughs> Friday, Saturday, it's going to be just nothing but a party. It's going to be off the hook, as the kids say, right? No, I don't yeah. know. I'm not uh, very. Hip. You know what? Saturday Saturday <laughs> Night Live did a great skit where they had three people, Adele being one of them, go to a psychic, and she's predicting what's going to happen. It's the year 2019, right? And she's predicting what's going to happen to them in 2020. <laughs> So and one of them, one of the guys, he, the Asian guy, he plays a, a gay guy. He's like, oh, he's like, we're going to mistake girlfriends forever, right? And he's like, she's like, Kate McKinnon's playing the, 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 um, psychic, the psychic there. The, and she, he's like, she's like, oh, no, wait. Ah, uh, I see here that they all stop speaking to you because you eat inside a restaurant. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense why would they hate me because i ate inside of a restaurant <laughs> <laughs> well exactly like and again not to okay i'm gonna i'm gonna make light of the situation but i but i apologize i was having uh i was having discussion because i saw a couple of my brothers on thanksgiving again inside our circle so we're having this conversation and you know me i'm the type of guy if you and i are out at a restaurant and we have a meal Dessert comes and you're like, ooh, whipped cream, and you stick your finger in my dessert, Ooh. and I, I am that that's it. That dessert is dead. That is dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm I, very. We're on the same page. Okay, okay, we're on the same page. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's yeah, me, right. and and my family makes fun of me because they like to deliberately mess with my fuck with me, basically, because they know. Oh, look, I'm gonna touch your food. I'm like, don't fucking. I have a thing. Yeah. You can't look, touch I'm it right there with you. My, my, my uh, younger brother, not my youngest, my younger brother, he'll take a bite of something and then he'll be like, Hey, you want a bite? Oh, fuck. No, oh, you want to oh, make oh, out? Oh, God, no. Yeah. You, Why wanna, not? you want to fuck later? Like, <laughs> and again, um, it's different. Like if my wife or, you know, like you, as a parent, one of your kids, like well, touches, no, of course, different. that's different. Yeah. But I'm talking about like, you see, you have a, a smaller circle when it comes to who you share your saliva with. <laughs> exactly. It should never be one of your brothers. No, exactly. So um, I'm, I basically, they, they've teased me forever about being this way and being very ornery. I eat pizza with a knife and fork. So yeah, okay. So fucking sue me. Anyway, so, <laughs> but there's certain things I do that are a little quirky, but you know, they're my quirks and I've learned to live with them. So now I'm looking at them. I'm like, ha ha. So can you imagine being in a restaurant now? and reaching across the table and sticking your finger in somebody's fucking whipped cream, people would clutch their pearls in shock and horror. Like if you, if you did that now for me, this is fantastic. Everybody's got to make sure everybody's under the hand-washing police. You know I mean everybody's, uh, everybody's using hand sanitizer. Again, I'm kind of a germaphobe. So obviously everybody, 
has their own thing. Nobody would ever dare fucking reach over and stick their hand in your food because of what's going on now. Granted, it's cost a million people who have passed away, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, a worldwide global pandemic. It's spun our everybody's economy right down into the shitter. But I'd be lying if I say a part of me wasn't going, oh, it's kind of worth it. You know, like everybody's going to start fucking off and be. <laughs> I'm joking about the lives, obviously, but I'm, but that's all it took to see to make the world see things my way. It's very much a uh, that, like I said, that that Louis C.K. bit. I know it's horrible, but what if? Yeah. <laughs> now, now if if I get upset because somebody, ooh, look at chocolate, and they stick their finger in my eye, I'm like, hey, what the fuck, you super spreader? <laughs> you know what I mean? And meanwhile, my brain would automatically go there anyway before all this happened. Now everybody's kind of woken up to the way. Uh, if it's the way I think, then fucking right you on. Turn on the news and like, yeah, it's a su uh, it's what we call a super spreader. I'm like, oh, they know Betty from high school. Oh my god. Oh no, yeah. Oh, different super spreader. <laughs> different super spreader. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Boy, remember hearing about those girls? <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're just wondering. Still, they're still getting laid, by the way. I oh, got a yeah. friend of mine there. She reaches out to me, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, where are you? We were video chatting. I'm like, where, where are you? Where are you calling me from? She's like. Oh, my boyfriend's room. Like, look, you didn't have a boyfriend two weeks ago, and we're like, this was like six months into the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you're the only person I know who still gets laid during you know, goes out, hooks up with a boyfriend. She's like, yeah, but like, we're we're together, so it's safe. I'm like, it wasn't together when you got safe. Yeah, no. You know, when, <laughs> when you, you guys I, got together, it wasn't it wasn't safe? No, no, like, <laughs> no, no, no. Exactly. And and how quickly is this happening? He's like, well, you know, you know, you got to keep yourself busy. You know, like, oh, my God. Holy fuck. Yeah. With Dick. <laughs> you know, you know, like when I'm bored at the house, you know, once I've Netflixed and chilled. You know? What is it? What is that Vince Vaughn line here? She's like, uh, he's like, well, what about your sister? She's like, my sister's been through a lot. Yeah. I've Dick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Dick. <laughs> Yeah, when That's you can actually that movie with him and Jennifer Aniston where they're breaking up there. Oh yeah, yeah, the breakup or whatever. Or yeah, yeah, been through a lot. Yeah, of dick. This <laughs> <laughs> has been through a lot. Yeah, of dick. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you start, if you have to lay them out, and they you have to, you need like a football field as a unit of measurement of how many dick, how much dick you've had. And then yeah, they, they, there might be a problem. Yeah, you know I mean one or two. That's fine. Like yeah, do you remember? remember in high school, obviously, the what the, there would be that couple that dated for all of high school, and everybody knew like they were sleeping with each other, and that was fine. It's like, oh yeah, they're a couple. You mean, but they probably had sex, fucking every moment they could, right? And then you had one girl that banged three dudes three times throughout the entire four year or five years of high school, and she'd be the fucking loose one. Remember? Yeah. Oh man, she's probably so loose. It's like, well, yeah, but the other one's getting fucking turned inside out fucking 10 times a day with her boyfriend every day. And then the one girl that maybe had actual intercourse three times, yes, because there were different people, she was so loose. It's like, what? <laughs> That's, I remember two girls where two girls kind of got at each other. And the one girl had been dating a guy for a long time, and the other girl had dated like um, five, four different guys throughout high school. Right. And she's like, you're a slut. And she's like, I've, she goes, what are you talking about? She goes, I've dated the same guy. You're the guy who's banged five guys and, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then the girl, it's five guys. She's like, well, 
if that's your definition of a slut. <laughs> and, and we just everybody just kind of looked around and went, I, I think that is the definition. Yeah, of a slut. yeah exactly. No, nobody's disputing this, right? Like that's <laughs> actually the definition. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And we're not, you're not trying to slut shame anybody. But, trying to like, that was her clap back, but it was so weak. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> well, well, if that's what, your definition of a slut, what constitutes the, de- the slut? You mean like, it just like, there's a few things. Yeah. Well, a that, lot of stuff that we used to refer to uh, as a girl who was easy. They, they don't even think about that anymore. But, and then when, when our parents were young, yes, you know, a girl who would wear like a revealing shirt or a shirt that would show your bus line or even just, you know, a girl with big tits, she was considered easy. She was fast and easy just because she had big tits. Yeah. You know, no, no. So she would wear like big sweaters to make sure people would consider her more. Conservative. And every, in every generation, you notice too, it's like, oh my God, what's with, you see all the 21 year olds, they're all fucking stacked. The girls have bigger boobs where women have bigger boobs now than they did back in the day. And it's like, yeah, well, they're thinking it's the hormone in the milk or it could be natural selection. Girls with bigger boobs get laid more. So hence they're going to have more bigger boob babies. And it's just fucking, it's evolution. I don't want to get into the demo. You're not going to, you don't want to Darwin with Darwinism, this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So uh, again, you mean that, Oh, that loose girl who's barely had intercourse. You mean next to the one that's had fucking intercourse turned her inside out. And probably because she's with her, long-term boyfriend well yeah experimenting well, with a lot more shit the whole idea of shame doesn't exist for the young generation right so let's say you're somebody and every three months you hook up with a different person you know okay. as young people do now the shame's not there anymore for women right yeah. so it's like okay well that's uh if you go one every three months that's that's what four a year a year that's 16 people by the time you get out of high school yeah right and then it continues on now they're saying Let's say that you are, you really don't care and you're just kind of like, oh, I'm going to do my own thing. Nobody shames me. And it's one a week. Oh, fuck yeah. Or one every two weeks, right? So let's say if it is one a week, you go to a party, da, da, da. on average, let's say you're nailing about 50 guys a year. That's <laughs> 200 guys say. by the time you got out of high school. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And by the time you get to college, your, your number's up to 500 or something. They're like, so it's kind of like, they're like, the new normal is 200. I'm like, no, I. Well, I'm really hoping it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just it's one of those it's it's one of those things. But I've always thought, especially again, and this is a weird conversation to be having. Again, I'm happily married, so I'm not. But in the past, the <laughs> I have to preference these stuff here. Um, you would always have women. It, numbers are so fucking slanted. Like men aren't shamed by the amount of women they have, but women have to be very, very conscious. Unfortunately, like uh, hopefully that's yeah. a little better now. I've been off the, the fucking market forever. So it, it is. It's a, but I mean, back even then, like it, it's considered when a you know guy does it, they're like, it's kind of like, cause the guy's a hunter. So he's right. successful. But yeah. When she's the prey, all of a sudden it becomes, Oh, how many guys have been in here? Oh, I, I don't go swimming in dirty waters. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, what's what's the what's the, what is the adage? If um uh, if a guy tells you how many women he slept with, uh, divide that by three, and there's your actual number. But if a girl tells you, times it by three, and there's your actual number. Yeah. Or or I don't know if you remember. It, I remember a girl admitting like, oh oh, like well, I heard you slept with that guy. Oh yeah, but he doesn't count. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, an inch goes in, that counts. Yeah. Well, well, that's it. Well, that's it. And then, well, we'd count it. <laughs> well, we have. <laughs> we have. 
<laughs> well, that's, I remember talking to, uh, I remember talking to an old high school friend there. It's like, well, how many, and the, the conversation came up with like how many people they've been with. And she's like, do, do one night stands count? Like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they count. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I remember being in high school, I had a friend of mine who was like, she was just totally distraught because she still hadn't been found like a permanent boyfriend. And, and by the time we were in, I think we were in 11th grade, she was crying saying like she'd already been with like 15 guys. She's like, I'm a slut. I'm a whore. Like now it's just kind of like, that's, that's a couple months for some girls. Yeah. It's, it's just different. You know what I mean? I guess. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I have no, I'm very, very clueless. All I remember is when in high school or later, like, like because it wasn't that much from me in high school, at least anyway, but uh, the difficult part would be like if you're dating somebody and they've been with nine dudes and getting them over the hump, pardon the pun, to get to 10. Because once you break that double digit, you know what I mean? It's like, you yeah. I mean, it's like kind of well, like when you're, you're, you're when you step on the good. scale, if you break the century mark, you're like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm here now. I'm like, <laughs> get the cake. Get the cake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I remember like dating that girl who had been with nine guys. Yeah. And she was like, the 10th guy was going to be the last guy. Cause if she broke that double digits. Yeah, exactly. It was a part. It was the last a, guy she ever slept with. Yeah. I'm like, you're in the, you're in the 10th grade. No, it's not. No. 10th <laughs> <laughs> grade. Holy fuck. <laughs> I knew some loose girls. Yes. Yes. It, you know? yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, did you want to, uh, this is the, is this the Seinfeld episode? Cause we had Jason Alexander and it's literally the episode about nothing. <laughs> like I, what did we, what did we touch on today? Nothing. Yeah. And yeah, just remember people, we're not judging anybody. No, we're not. Again, it just makes you happy. And, and if, if, and if one listen, of those things that makes you happy is me, yeah, even better, even better. Yeah. And if listening to a couple of older white guys talk about the, the, the glory days, and <laughs> how many women they did not sleep with. Well, that's, I mean, this is, this is the, the right place. Hey, boy, howdy. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to give some unsolicited advice to close this thing out? Yes. All right, here it comes. Uh, and again, I read these verbatim. So if the grammar is off, I apologize. It's not me. It's them. <laughs> All right, here it is. I am married and have a close male friend. He, in brackets, has a girlfriend who I, who I frequently see. For the most part, my husband is okay with it, but we do have some boundaries in place. A lot of times I go to my friend's house and catch up for a bit before his girlfriend comes home. And then we all hang out. Or other people will come over too. I'm supposed to meet with my male friend tomorrow. He invited me to his house, but his girlfriend is out of town for the weekend. We are probably going to hang out for a while at his place and then get some food and drinks somewhere and then come back before some of his friends come over or we will meet up with his friends at a, later at, at their place. My husband isn't okay with this because he said it's different because his girlfriend is out of town and he doesn't like me being there alone with him. He's, uh, he said it's inappropriate as a married woman. I don't really get it because what's the difference between me being there alone and when his wife is out, is coming home from work to join us and being alone with him there while she's out of town. I am, Am I far, far-fetched thinking my husband is being controlling? I don't want to tell my friend that I can't come over because my husband said so. Appreci advice appreciated. Hmm. Right. So, uh, husband I'm and wife. I'm the married guy here, all right? I am the married guy, yes. So, how would you handle the situation? Well, I am super, now it's been bred into me after failed relationships. But now, as a 40, almost 47-year-old man, 
um, and happily married. I am not jealous at all. Super I, cash, baby. Super uh, cash. I, and again, for me, it's one of those I, I trust my wife implicitly. That this is what it comes out. It's, it's it's trust. But this is this goes. I think this sounds like a younger couple. I don't know the age, but this is like. Oh, I trust you. I just don't trust them. Remember when you're in our early 20s, when it's like your girlfriend would go to the bar and have girls night. It's like all those guys are going to try to fuck my girlfriend because, you know, there's a bunch of guys that are going to try to fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> like it just, um, it, it's a fact. And it didn't, you just have to kind of be yeah, okay with basically it. Basically, some people are like, look, I, I trust my girlfriend, but uh, letting her put herself in that situation, you're, you're asking if something happens, you're going to end up by blaming yourself. Saying like, well, I let her go. Well, you didn't situation. let her. You just, you just didn't. You didn't. You, you felt uncomfortable with the situation, yeah, and you didn't feel. You can feel like yeah. I, I. That was a situation that I could have avoided her being in, and yeah. I didn't say anything or I didn't stop her because people cheat. They do. Like, yeah, and I and I trust. Like that's what I. I was dating a girl. She got upset. I wouldn't get jealous because I've been down the road of being a jealous guy, and I'm not yeah. a jealous guy anymore. And uh, she used to get so mad because she, to her, being jealous was a sign of affection. That's how women are sometimes. Right. And, uh, and to me, I was just like, no. The, if you're if you're jealous like that, you're a psycho. I said, I trust you till you give me a reason not to trust you. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah. But that's so- an adult. You know, a mature way of looking at it, but when you're 25, you know, and the girl you're dating was just kind of like younger than you, she's just kind of like, no, show me you're passionate. Oh, no. Like, oh, no. oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, okay. So this is what I mean. Um, I can kind of see where the husband is because, again, like you said, if he didn't bring it, if he, the husband is clearly uncomfortable with this now. Mm-hmm. So if he didn't bring it up, you know what I mean? Let's say it's like, hmm, like, I mean, like he, it's, it's a marriage. And again, he's thinking and he, they want to, again, like hang out, go for drinks and some food. Like, or, like our, again, I get it. It's cool to hang out with people. And again, I'm not a jealous person, but again, if this is an every couple weeks, cause like she's saying, like they hang out all the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. Feelings I don't know. develop, man. Things happen, and all of a sudden, shit that wasn't something now becomes something. Yeah, exactly. And again, it's okay. It's okay to yeah, be. I've had friends, even in high school and after, who were couples who hung out together, right? Like Leanne Rhymes went through the same same fucking thing. <laughs> okay, it's just where it's kind of like, uh, uh, it's just like you're two couples hanging out, then all of a sudden, the one the guy from one relationship and the woman from the other, all of a sudden realize they're attracted to each other, and they start banging, and they leave each other's spouses. It does happen. Oh yeah. You know, I, I'm more than one friend who've lost their best friend because her boyfriend ran off with their best friend. I think it's at least a dozen times. That's 12 yeah. times just in my own life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's happened. So um, my my advice to her is, mm, I don't know. It's just without him sounding, no, he's not sounding. He's just, he, I'm, I'm quite sure he's being concerned. Like, it's like, hey, this is getting a little weird. You know what I mean? Maybe, and I think the best advice would be to tell the current husband yeah the current husband her hopefully her forever husband <laughs> yeah um sure okay. just to not excessively but just to threaten to cut the other guy directly to him just basically pull a knife out say you can hang on my wife but if you, you cheat on me with her if you cheat on her whatever if you, you guys fuck around i cut you i cut you 
Okay. Yeah. So right, okay. go back to being friends, and they'll be like, "What the fuck just happened?" But what? The, wait, wait, what? No, I can't be friends. <laughs> He's gonna cut me. <laughs> no, I I appreciate the husband voicing his concern, but I think you know, I just it um obviously they're hanging out. It's cool to have other friends, and it's well, maybe they work together. Maybe it's a who knows, but yeah. And and it's you know it's it's his if it's. The worst part is if the friendship is there, it's like, oh my God, well, she loves hanging out with this guy. It's not like he's just like super sexy. And it's like, well, it was Brad Pitt. I can't blame you. I'd fuck him. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, she's he's on actually, my list. Yeah. He actually has a, there's a emotional connection there. So, you know I mean, he's probably, that's what's got him worried is because you do hold this guy in such high regard and your husband's just feeling a little uncomfortable. So I get it. I get both sides, but you know I mean, maybe just tread lightly and just, you know, Try that. So threaten to cut him, and then cut him. <laughs> well, see, that's the, that's the thing. Whenever uh, not to go too long, but whenever the a boy, a boyfriend or husband finds the wife cheating, the guy beats the fuck out of the dude that's fucking his wife. It's like, hey, I can't blame you. It's a free piece of ass. I get it, but I can't hit her. So right. someone's getting punched today. You know, don't worry, like, Rob. Nobody's accused you of ever going too long. That's right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take care of some housekeeping before we get out of here. Uh, what are we doing here? Oh, yeah, uh, you want to find the show? We are at Roman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Myself, at Robert MMCast. Roman, he is at Ro- uh, the Roman LeBeau on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, RomanPodcast.com. Take it right to our public store. You can get our logos, uh, vintage, current, COVID, see a holiday on anything you want, including masks. But just a reminder, any money made off the sale of any mask to protect yourself from COVID, uh, those proceeds will be do- donated to uh, COVID World Vision. Uh, the networks we're on, Points of Interest Podcast Network, the EMC Podcast Network, the Tangibound Network, and we're also sponsored by Emotionally 14. So I implore you to Google all four of those spots for excellent podcast content. Our Tasty Nude campaign, you want to send Roman some Tasty Nudes? You mean, if you mean, he'll, he'll be your friend. Um, send him, it's Halloween's coming up, Halloween weekend. Hey, we all put know. Mask, put a mask on and nothing else. I'm good with that. Exactly, and we all know it's it's the it's the it's the occasion to be the the slutty nurse or the slutty whatever the fuck or you mean so all the dudes out there too. Uh, you know whatever. Um, Roman LeBeau, so just Kara Roman. Um, that is a Roman podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, yeah, but if you take these photos and they're tasteful, I'm again, I'm happily married, but I can peruse a tasteful nude. Care of Rob, RomanPodcast at gmail.com for all your tasty and tasteful nudes. And don't forget about a review reach around. If you are so inclined this Halloween to give Roman or Rob a review reach around, go to Apple Podcasts, give, leave us a star rating and review, and we call it the review reach around. Yep, that's a five-star, think about it, t-shirt cannon, candy, add some cinnamon for a little extra spice and a little burning in the eyes, reach around. And some rock salt. So until next week, I'm Rob Cast. And I'm your host, Roman LeBeau. And we'll see you next time. Later. You're listening to the Points of Interest Podcast Network. You can find us at POIPodcast.com. For the love of pod. What would you do with the powers of creation? Would you speak of triumph? Would you talk of joy? 
or would yours be a chorus of rage? The Tangent Bound Network is seeking those with the powers of voice to join an international network of podcasters. Visit tangentboundnetwork.com and let your voice be heard.